Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to the following message provided by Renewed Church. We pray that this message will be a blessing and encouragement for you. For more information about our church, please visit www.renew.miami. Everybody doing today? Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. And those of you that are watching online, how are you guys doing? Let us know in the chat. Tell us hi and, and uh, give us a greeting in Jesus' name. I want to wish uh, my mom a happy anniversary today. She's watching online. Can we give my mom a round of applause? I have. I have no idea how many years it would have been. I think it's like 56 or 57 years, but mom, we love you, praying for you today. Well, hey, uh, we are, are doing a couple other quick announcements, and I know this isn't announcement time, but tonight, 5 o'clock, um, one of our core values at Renew Church is we have fun together. So we're going to go have fun together down at our Homestead campus, 5 o'clock, board games, dominoes, chess, maybe some outdoor games. If you have a game you want us to learn and play, bring the game with you at 5 o'clock down at our Homestead campus and just enjoy some time together. It's Labor Day weekend, so we got some extra time, so let's do that together uh, tonight. And then next week is Grandparents' Day, so um, if you're a grandparent in the house, would you raise your hand if you're a grandparent? There's one, there's two, there's a couple of y'all, let's give them a round of applause, come on. If you, I wouldn't ask you to raise your hand for this, you have grandparents, then you probably would be a lot more people raising their hands. I want you to invite them out for next weekend. It's best day ever. It's Grandparents Day at Renew. And so we have a, a special gift for Abuela, for Abby, for Mimi, for Nan, for, for Grandma, for Grandpa, for Papa, for whatever their names are, right? Layla, all of these people in your life, and I don't know who they are, but I think they're like related to you. Bring them out because we want to celebrate and even pray over them on Grandparents Day next weekend. Well, hey, let me pray with us today as we get into the word. Father in heaven, I thank you for this day. Thank you for all that you do and what you're going to do in the service. I pray that you would minister to the hearts and lives of these, your people here in the room and those online. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, say yes is the series that we just kicked off. And, and uh, it's, it's a series that we started because oftentimes we like to say no. I mean, at least for me, I like to say no a lot like my daughter she says dad can we go to the gas station for a soda and i'm like no then i say yes and, and she's like dad can can we go to mcdonald's can we just go through the drive-thru i'm like no and then i say yes and then my wife is like honey can we watch a hallmark movie together and i'm like no and then i say no again you know i i, I just say no um but then sometimes you know you know what, it, what i'm talking about we sometimes say yes to things and here's a couple of questions though that you can never answer yes to. And I promise you, you can't prove me wrong on this. Uh, if you can, then, you know, you get a prize. I don't know what the prize is, but here's one of those that you can never say yes to. And that is, are you asleep? <laughs> you can't say yes to, are you asleep, right? Because it, it, they just either woke you up or you weren't asleep. No, I wasn't asleep or I'm not now because of that. Here's another one. Here's another example of when not to say yes. When the police officer pulls you over, never, when he says, do you know why I pulled you over, never answer yes. Am I right? Am I right? Never answer yes. You, you know why? I mean, here's the reason why. Because 
um, it's incriminating, right? Because he might have just pulled you over because he wanted to look at your car. He might have just been like, man, that's a really cool car. But you, if you say yes, and then you're like, well, because I didn't signal, my tags expired, I don't have insurance, I was 20 miles over the speed limit, and I have a headlight out. Like, literally, when he says, do you know why I pulled you over, just keep your mouth shut. I'm not saying to lie to him. Just keep your mouth shut, right? Don't say yes to that. And then here's the last one, husbands. This is good advice. You owe me for this. Husbands, when your wife asks you about her new outfit and she says, does this make me look fat? You never, you never say yes. Don't fall into that ambush death trap. All right? Just don't do it. Don't do it. We're in a series, though, where we're talking about saying yes saying yes to our our community, to commitment, to purpose, to making a difference. And saying yes might be the difference between being stuck in some old patterns or stepping into the true purpose that God has for you. At Renew Church, our vision is to lead people to a renewed life in Christ. And and in a couple weeks, we're going to be doing our growth track. Actually, it's next week. And if you've never been through growth track, I want you to go next Sunday after church and Learn about our vision, mission, and values. But our our vision is to lead people to a renewed life in Christ. Our long-term vision is is to to plant seven campuses of renewed church across Miami-Dade County. And with that, seven hope centers. And with that, seven CRs. And and even beyond that, some of you don't know this, but a community outreach center. Something that will impact our community and help those that are in need. Like, in fact, next week after church next Sunday, I'm going to be flying to Indianapolis to, to meet a pastor and to see a, a ministry that his church has, an outreach ministry that called Shepherd's Community, that, that it's a nonprofit that serves hundreds of families every week through their, their outreach. And we want to see, God, what would you have us to do in the days ahead? Currently, we're one church and two locations. Come on, somebody. Y'all could clap for that. Amen? Y'all could be excited for that. And between both campuses, we're seeing like 260 people coming to church, which is not a small church at all. But is there more that God wants to do? And my answer would be yes, I think so. In Miami-Dade County, there's 2.6 million people in the county. I, I just said there's 260 people coming to our church, but, but there's 2.6 million people in the county. And if the average church in Miami averages around 65 people, even if, our, if, our, if Miami had 10,000 active churches, that's only 650,000 people being ministered to. So that leaves what? That leaves 2 million people that don't have a connection to a church home and to a church family. So don't just tell me, well, they all go to that church down the street. No, there's, there's not enough seats at that church down the street for the 2.6 million people in our community. So we want to be a part of making a difference, of leading people to a renewed life in Christ. I'm believing and praying even in this year, by the end of this year, by May of 2024, between both campuses, we would have over 400 people attending Renewed Church, 300 people making a decision for Christ, and 100 people getting baptized in this ministry year. I'm just believing it, and I know that God wants to do it, um, but how is that going to happen? It's going to happen when we say yes. It's going to happen when we as a church come together and say, you know what, I'm going to do my part to say yes to the community, to say yes to commitment, to say yes to purpose, and to say yes to making a difference. Amen? Amen.
But before we get into saying yes, I want to tell you what happens when you say no. I want to look at a couple of examples of what happens when you say no. I mean, here's a couple in the scriptures. This is a prophet. He was one of the minor prophets. His name is Jonah. By the way, he's only a minor prophet because his book was a little smaller. It's not like he's like, oh, major and minor, as in like, wow, you've got a major title versus a minor. But Jonah, the prophet of God, was told to go to Nineveh to, to preach to the people of Nineveh. But instead, he says no to God. And he boards a ship for Tarshish. And, and the waves and the wind is such that the ship is about to sh sink. And, and he tells the sailors, throw me overboard. Why? Because he knows the reason why there's a storm and the reason why they're about all to die is because of him. And so he spends three days in the belly of a fish. And while he's there, he prays to God. And he actually even praises God in the fish. And, and, and with j shouts of grateful praise, just like that, he, he, he says, I will sacrifice to you. That's what uh, Jonah does in that, those verses. I'm not saying if you say no to God, God, you'll be eaten by a fish. But if you're saying no to God, just don't go out on the water, you know, anytime soon. Just stay close to land, right? No, uh, I'm just kidding. But, but here's another one. This, these 10 spies, the 10 of the tw 12 tribes of Israel, they go and they're checking out the promised land. This is the land that they were committed to even before they left Egypt, that God said, this is going to be your land. I'm giving to you a land flowing with milk and honey. This is yours. And they go and they check it out and they're like, wow, the fruit is huge. But we can't go. We look like grasshoppers to them. And they to us, like they, they were giants. And if we go, we die. That's what they felt. That's what they thought. Well, Numbers chapter 14 says it like this. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, how long will this wicked community grumble against me? I've heard the complaints of these grumbling Israelites. So tell them, as surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do to you the very thing I heard you say. In this wilderness, your bodies will fall. Every one of you, 20 years or old or more, who was counted in the census, who has grumbled against me, not one of you will enter the land I swore with uplifted hand to make your home, except Caleb and Joshua. As for your children that you said would be taken as plunder, I will bring them in to enjoy the land you have rejected. Are you hearing this? So if you read the earlier parts of this story, you'll see that they're like, no, no, no. If we go, our children are going to die. We're going to die. They're going to take us as plunder. All of these things. And God's like, no, no, no. You're going to die, but you're going to die here. You're going to die in the wilderness because you've said no, because you've been disobedient. And the 10 of the 12, these voices of the, the, the tribes of Israel, they're literally speaking for them saying, we should not go. We should not follow God. And because of that, he says to that entire generation, you will die in the desert. So for 40 years, for e 40 years, for each one of the 40 days you explored the land, you will suffer for your sins and you will know what it is like to have me against you. I, the Lord, have spoken and I will surely do these things to this whole wicked community, which is banded together against me. They will meet their end in the wilderness. Here they will die. That generation, because of those 10, uh, ten spies, that entire generation. You might do what Ananias tried to do. He said, Lord, or but Lord, I've heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. Did you see that? The first time he was called, he goes, yes, Lord. The second time he was called, he was like, but Lord, but Lord, 
like we're talking about Saul of Tarsus. We're talking about this guy that, that's coming to arrest me. And if I'm going to show up there, you know what's going to happen to me, right? Like, but Lord, his yes, Lord turned into a but Lord. And the Lord said to Ananias, verse 15, go. This man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. He's saying, you go because he's going to be my chosen instrument, Ananias. So Ananias went to the house and he entered it. And he placed his hands on Saul and he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here has sent me to you so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he could see again and he got up and was baptized and after taking some food he regained his strength. And it, it started with this Ananias. It started with this, this man that, and, and I, I can hear him, I can hear his voice even as he's saying these things. I can hear him going before Saul knowing that literally he doesn't know how Saul's going to react. I can hear him thinking, is this going to be my final words before I'm arrested or even killed? Like, what's going to happen next? But he says to him, this is what you're going to do. Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Man, have you ever said yes to the Lord and, and, and it be something that was really hard? Have you ever said yes to God and it be something that's like, oh God, are you serious? This is what you want me to do? This is what I'm talking about today. This thing was hard for Ananias. And there are going to always be hard decisions in our life and, 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 and difficult moments for us as followers of Jesus. In fact, the call that Ananias was giving to Saul, who's now Paul, this call is, hey, it's not going to be easy now. It's not going to be just cupcakes and roses from here on out. Like, literally, you're going to be my chosen instrument, but I'm going to show you how much you're going to suffer for my name. You are the persecutor. You're going to be the persecuted. All of this is coming on you, so just get ready. Man, oftentimes, though, we, we don't want to say yes to God when it's hard. We don't want for, for God to, to give us things unless it's like we already have the whole plan, unless we see everything that there is to see about it. Like, there was a man, he asked uh, Mother Teresa to pray for him to have clarity over something. And, and she said, I've never had clarity and certainty. I I've only have trust. And I pray that you will have trust. Like, there are moments in our life when God gives us clear vision. There are moments in our life when, when God does help us to see and understand exactly. But in this moment for Ananias, God said, uh, go to the house of Judas on Straight Street, and there's the guy named Saul of Tarsus, and he's this guy blind and all this, and you're going to do all these things. He gave him all of these things with clarity, but you know what Ananias didn't know? He didn't know what was next. He didn't know what was going to be like, what was going to, what would be the outcome of that. Like, am I going to die for this? Am I going to be persecuted over this? What is going to happen because of this? Sometimes God gives us clarity. And sometimes he gives us clarity in certain areas, in certain parts. But other parts of it, he's just saying, I need you to trust me. If I'm telling you to do it, then say yes. Point is, is trust is better uncertainty trust is better than certainty we oftentimes want this guarantee we want to know ahead of time how things are going to turn out 
But this isn't the way of faith. The way of faith is, is doing things that we don't always understand. Believing things that we can't always see or touch. It's, just, it's, it's, it's the way of faith. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. The way of faith is being willing to say yes to the Lord even when God asks, what, what God asks of you is difficult. Even when the right thing is the hard thing. And as we begin this series, I want to end by challenging you, by challenging me, by challenging us to be willing and open and ready to say yes, Lord, even when the yes is hard. And here's why this is so important, and this is the final point. Uncommon obedience to God leads to uncommon stories of grace. Uncommon obedience to God. I'm not just saying, you know, uh, the easy stuff. You know, checking the box, uh, you know, in the whatever, saying, uh, telling, you know, uh, a survey that you're a Christian. But no, I'm, I'm saying like walking it out. Like uncommonly obedient to God, saying, God, whatever your will is. O uncommon obedience to God, it leads to uncommon stories of grace. It was 22 years ago this month that Misty and I moved to South Florida, to Miami. And I remember that without, like, it, it's, a, it's a mark in time that I can't forget what day or year it was because it was like just days before September the 11th. In fact, we hadn't even closed on our house yet, our little condo yet. And, and so Misty and I were newly married. We had been married about a year and uh, we just moved down here living on my brother's couch and, and he had just had his second child. And so I remember where I was because the, the Trade Center attack happened and we turning on the news from his living room watching this whole thing go down. We came 22 years ago with a call to volunteer in youth ministry. We came with a, a, a yes to something fun, something adventurous, something like, wow, this will be, be a cool thing. We don't have a whole lot of ties and in uh, our home where we're from and in Oklahoma, like, we're not, we don't have kids. We, we could finish college down here in Florida. Let's just, let's just go. I, I, I want to hang out with my brother anyway. So let's just go. Let's, let's do it. And, and it was a one-year thinking commitment. If you ask my wife, she's like, no, in, in writing, we signed a contract. It wasn't going to be longer than one year. Not really. But, like, she, she never would have expected that it was anything more than that. But that one year of uncommon obedience has turned into 22 years of uncommon stories of grace. Man, 22 years of like, wow, the children that I've raised, raised here that know no other place except for Miami, the, 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 the church family that I have, the church plants that we have, the, the work that God has used us for, it's all because of a yes to God some 22 years ago. It's an uncommon obedience that leads to an uncommon story of grace. And if, if you're just like, man, how come all of these things happen to him and they don't happen to me? Well, what are you saying yes to, you know? And, and what are you compromising on? And, and how serious are you about this thing? Like, is it just yes to the easy stuff? Is it just yes to the things when it's like, I, I can manage that in my own strength? Or is it like, hey, I need you to go fight some giants. Or I need you to go tell a whole city about me. Or I need you to go pray for a persecutor of the Christians 
in those moments are you saying yes because it's in those moments it's it's in in those places where people are trusting God and believing for God to do these hard things that there's these amazing stories that are birthed out of them that's just the way that works that's the way that is for us and I think that's the way it is for you what have you been saying no to that God is saying just say yes just say yes and watch what I do Ananias's yes resulted in millions of people coming to know the resurrected Lord through Paul's evangelistic journey what will your yes do what, what will your yes do for the known world for this for your neighborhood for for this city maybe for your own family what will your yes do say yes to community say yes to commitment say yes to purpose say yes to making a difference some practical things that you can do obviously next week as or next saturday night as javier just talked about come to the gala support our our hope center and buy a ticket and and uh and and help us raise money for them as they're uh battling back and beating back drug and alcohol addiction be say yes to something as simple as having a meal with us at the gala next saturday night say say yes next sunday as as it's grandparents day and that's important that's fun and i hope that you'll bring grandparents out for that because we're going to have a great day and they're going to get a little gift and stuff like that but but it's also small groups launch so we're kicking off the fall small groups and and it'll be a great opportunity for you to meet some small group leaders and and commit to one that meets every every week or every other week or online be a part of a, a community say yes and watch what it does. Watch how it leads to uncommon stories of, of grace in your life. Watch what God does as you continue to trust Him in the big things and in the little things. I want to pray with you today. And uh, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and stand. And um, in just a moment, we're going to receive communion. And um, I... If I could get an usher or someone to bring me a communion packet, I left mine. And if anyone else needs communion, just lift your hand and keep your hand up until the, the, uh, an usher finds you and gets you one. There's some people with their hands up. Make sure we, uh, we get them. But in just a moment, we're, uh, we're going to receive communion. And I invite you, if you're here in the room, or even if you're, you're not in the room, but you're online and, and uh, you can find some elements, maybe some bread and some juice or something that symbolizes these elements, I invite you to receive communion with us. The only requirement, you don't have to be a member of this church to receive communion with us. The only requirement is, is that you're a member of the body of Christ. And today can be that day. Today can be that day when you're making that declaration, that decision to surrender your life to Jesus. So with your heads bowed and your eyes closed, would you just pray with me for this? Father in heaven, I thank you for this day. I thank you for each and every person in the room. I thank you for the work that you're doing. And God, I pray for the person in the room that's battling a yes today. They've been saying no for a year, for, for a decade, for a lifetime. And today, they're, they're fighting, fighting for a yes, and you're fighting for them, God. And, and I know that many others are watching, praying for victory. The first yes we have to make is that yes to Jesus. Asking him to be Lord of our life. Asking him to come in and 
to forgive us. And if you don't know Jesus, it's a simple prayer. It's a prayer of faith that goes like this. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for my sins. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I've made mistakes. I, I pray that you would forgive me of my sin. I don't want to sin anymore. I want to be a, a new creation in Christ. So today I declare you as my Savior because you died for me, but I also declare you as my Lord. So in other words, I, I just say that you're in control. You take the place of everything else in my life. I give it to you. Thank you for dying for me. I choose to live for you. With your heads bowed, if you made that declaration in the room, if you made that declaration, would you just lift your hand and say, Pastor, I, I, I have decided to follow Jesus. I see your hand over here on this side. Any, anybody else that said, today I made this declaration. I see your hand back in the back on my left. Thank you, ma'am. Anybody else? Anybody else? I see your hand, young man. Praise God for you. I see you. Glory to God. I see your hand, sir. Praise God. If online, you've made a decision today. We'd love to hear from you. Just say, I have decided. Put that in the chat. Let us know you made that declaration today. As we receive communion this morning, it's in Luke chapter 22 where Jesus is eating that final meal with his disciples. It's called the Last Supper. And in that meal, he, he says these words, and I want you to go ahead and get your elements prepared. He says these words. He said, I've eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer, for I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks, and he said, take this and divide it among you, for I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took the bread and he gave thanks. And he broke it, and he gave it to them, and he said, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take and eat of this bread together. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which was poured out for you. Let's do this in remembrance of him. Be thankful. God, I thank you for your body broken, for your blood shed, to preserve us blameless and everlasting life. Thank you that you said yes to us from 2,000 years ago, that you, when you could have just called down a, a legion of angels, God, you said, no, I'll just, I'll be their sacrifice. I'll pay their price. I'll pay his price. I'll pay her price because I love him that much. Thank you, God, for your sacrifice. Help us to say yes to you. Whatever it is, however big or small, however uncommon it is, oh God, I pray that you would help us to say yes to you and watch what you do, watch you work in us. God, reveal yourself. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're about to uh, close with a song. And I told you last week that, that the, the encounter series was over, but the encounters moments are not over. We want to continue them. So even as we talked about last week, the different Ananiases, and they're making their way up even now. Come on, come on. If you need prayer for any reason at all, 
this is that opportunity. This is that moment for you to come forward and allow a, a minister or a prayer team member, someone to come forward and just be able to pray with you, to, to agree with you for whatever that need is. Don't, don't wait till next year for that. Let's do that now. Let's take care of whatever business we need to take care of here and now. Let God work in your lives. All right, let's sing this song together.
go ahead and have a seat for a moment. I'm going to share a few announcements. I'm going to share a few announcements with us today, today and um, close us out. As Pastor had mentioned, or I'm not sure if he did this service or last service, but today, 5 p.m., guys, family game night, board games, dominoes. But this is not just a game night. We want to do this to get to know each other, fellowship, send, spend some time together outside of the just Sunday setting where we can actually get to know you guys. If you are from this campus, it doesn't matter. We're one church in seven locations, so come on down tonight. There's no school tomorrow. Those that have kids, so there's no excuse. We hope you can make it. See, to Hope to see you guys. Yes, at Homestead campus. Sorry if I didn't say that. It was in my head, but thank you. Yes, at, that is at our Homestead campus tonight. And also Grandparents Day and Small Group Fair. Those two events are taking place next Sunday. Also a great time to go outside to our tables and get to know the small group leaders and see how you can fellowship with us and say yes to the Lord. And last but not least, September 17th, I know we've had a, a few babies. We are going to have baby dedication. So if you need to know more about that, speak to Pastor Trevor or any of our leaders and we'll get you in the right path to dedicate these beautiful children that keep coming up here for prayer. It's a beautiful thing um, to guide our children in the ways of the Lord as the Bible instructs us. So I'm going to go into our tithes and offering. We have three ways to give here at Renew Church. The first one is the envelopes behind your chairs. You can fill those out, put your tithes offering in there, and drop them on the bucket in the buckets or in the little black box out there on your way out. The second way is online, www.renew.miami forward slash giving. And last but not least, you can text to give 786-565-1165. And let's pray together. God in heaven, we thank you. We thank you for saying yes to us. Jesus on that cross, we thank you for the things we see and even those that we have to trust you in that we can't see, Lord. I thank you for this time together. I thank you for this word. I just thank you for every family represented here today, Lord. We leave this place, but you go with us. You never leave us or forsake us. I bless my brothers and sisters today. I hope they make it out tonight. We give you glory and we pray today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.